0: so sit back, relax, and enjoy this week's episode.
1: Boom! 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 Boom!
0: Boom! 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 <laughs> Brian Reese here, with the VA Claims Insider, coming at you live from Austin, Texas. Boom!
1: <laughs> that's pretty exciting. Dude. Fantastic!
0: Uh, that's the first time I've actually ever seen that. So, so that was really awesome. Uh, that was my first time seeing it too. So, great job by our entire marketing team. Um, so many, so many teammates, and fellow vets, to include folks like B. Loft and Eric the Bearded Vet behind the scenes, and, and Mary and everybody on the marketing team. Uh, you know, I don't do this alone. All right. Nothing great happens alone. We've got an incredible team uh, behind us doing things. So uh, awesome. Awesome intro. Without further ado, though, I want to welcome my man, my brother, Brian Lofton. We call him B-Loft.
1: What's up, B? Glad to be here. Looking forward to talking to you about this important topic. And and I, I know that this is a really underserved uh, discussion. And, and uh, so, yeah, this is exciting. Glad to be here with you today. Thank
0: you, man, for, for doing this. And uh, welcome, welcome, welcome. Um, couple things, so uh, fellow disabled vets, any family members, dependents, spouses, anybody associated with military veterans in, in those communities, welcome to you as well, okay? Again, we we wouldn't be here without you. Um, and so, you know, yes, if we see across the screen here, hey, Greg, thanks for your service. Kind of like we always like to do here when we start, Tell us, tell us who you are, right? Tell us something good. We want to, as fellow disabled veterans, we want to recognize you. We want to recognize your honorable service to our nation. Uh, You served, you deserve. Hey, Phil, boom, (laughs) exactly. Um, And so, again, we do this because we actually want to recognize you and we want to say, Thank you. And not the not the cheap thank you, you know, that you get from the civilians who don't understand anything about military service. I'm talking about the real one because we get you, we understand. Thank you, Neil. Appreciate that. U.S. Navy 22 and a half. Hey Lisa, good to see you on. Thank you for everything you do from Sea Springs. Maddie Schmidt, Army 01-09. Hello. Richard Daly, 71 to 72, Vietnam. Welcome, sir. Thank you for your service. It's pretty awesome. Who else we got over here? Big fan of VA Insider. Went from 10 to 90. Boom, life-changing. That's awesome, awesome, Ralph. Really awesome. Hey, Fred, thanks for your service. U.S. Army. Hey, Ben, good to see you again, man. United States Air Force, 74 to 94. Thank you. Hey, Clinton, U.S. Army. Clinton. This is so cool. Again, oh, thanks Phil for blasting that, US Army, ninety ninety four. The point I wanna make here is, regardless of how many years you served, okay? I mean, maybe maybe you wore the uniform for one day and got kicked out for something ridiculous or you got med boarded, um, the, the bottom line is this, and this is how we view things here, is you raised your hand, okay? I'll get it so you can see the camera. You raised your hand, okay? And I don't know about you, Bilof, but I still remember the oath of office that I took, right, to support and defend the Constitution against all enemies, foreign and domestic, to bear true faith and lead to the same that I take this obligation freely without any measure of or invasion. I have it still memorized. That's how important it is.
1: That's awesome. I, I, I absolutely still remember standing in the mess, taking, standing in that room and raising my hand. That was such an awesome, awesome moment. Absolutely, so cool.
0: so cool, man. Again, it doesn't matter how many years you served. Uh, B. Loft, how many years were, were you in, sir?
1: I was in from '90 90 to '93, in the, in the army, I signed up with the as 11 Bravo Infantry, and then I also spent a little time as a 13 Mike in the artillery. Yeah.
0: Okay, very cool. Thank you. Did you uh, were you in
1: Desert Storm, Desert Shield? Did they send you over there? I, I was never deployed, uh, so. Uh, the closest I got was uh whenever I was stationed in Germany. We we got put on alert a few times for Somalia, but uh oh, sure. I, I would say uh, thank the Lord I, I was actually never deployed um to some degree because yeah you get, you get enough struggles as it is.
0: So to that. And again, it goes so he did three years, right, of of time. I did about six and a half, 10 and a half, if you count uh, time as a cadet. Um, and I, I honestly don't think I could have done any more time. Um, I know that I wasn't deployable again. Um, and so, you know, if I would have stayed, I, I would have eventually been, you know, probably booted, right? I would have had to have met mm-hmm. a med word. I just I wouldn't have been able to do another deployment. Um, for sure. So again, it, it really doesn't matter whether you did one day or you did 40 years. Um, you raised your hand. You said, I will serve. I will defend. I will put my life on the line. Um, and that's special. Okay, that's yeah. something and, and, it, and we're going to celebrate it.
1: And, and I know that a number of vets are even in the shoes that I am. I, I served three years, but I, I can tell you whenever I, whenever I signed up, I wanted to be a lifer. I mean, that I was. I lived and breathed the opportunity to be in the military. That was what my dream was. So, yeah. the fact that I served three years um, the, doesn't speak to the fact that I was done. It speaks to the fact that my time was cut short. Wow,
0: that's powerful, man. Thank you for sharing that. Um, yeah, man. So again, thank you, fellow vets, for your service, for being vulnerable with us, for sharing things on the screen. And B-Law, thank you, brother, for being here. Um, it it a super important topic because we talk a lot about the military troop, right? Active, reserve, guard. We talk a lot about veterans, right? Us, you listening. But we don't really talk a whole lot about the total force. And what I mean by the total force is our loved ones who are affected by our service, okay? Typically by our service-connected disabilities. And um, man, I, I just, I can't think of a better way to tee this up other than to literally speak directly into the lives of the spouses, the girlfriends, the boyfriends, the friends, the dependent children, the parents, the loved ones of fellow veterans. Thank you. I mean that sincerely from the bottom of my heart, because you are typically the ones who bear the brunt of the things that happen to us. And Unfortunately, in B-Loft, and again, we're going to get vulnerable here. I know for me, it's the people closest to me who are most affected by my disabilities. And they really feel the full weight of those struggles because they're in the trenches taking grenades, too, every single
1: day. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Whenever I enlisted, I was 17 years old. I just turned 17 um and so obviously I wasn't married at the time but you know it, it was it was a struggle for my parents to sign on the dotted line to allow me to do that yeah um, and particularly knowing that I was I was a you know I, I was gung-ho right that's that's why I went infantry I wanted to be uh at the tip of the spear and um so that I, I saw what that did to just my parents at that age um of course you know when you're 17 and you're you're full of spit and vinegar, you're, uh, you're ready to uh, move forward. And you're not really looking at everything surrounding you and how it affects your family. Right. But, uh, absolutely. Um, even, at that time, you know, they were, they were serving with me as I went through the training, as I was, uh, you know, stationed elsewhere. Um, and, uh, you know, and and the reality is, is that even though, you know, and I was married short shortly after, just a few years after my separation. Um, I would say that even though I wasn't married at the time, my wife over the last 22 years has, uh, 23 years has really had to um, serve along with me without her really even quite comprehending what what she got into.
0: Interesting how it happens that way. And and I'll just ask anybody listening if that sounds like you, right? If that sounds like you, that, you know, you served, you're the one who wore the uniform, but your, your loved ones wore it too. They, they walked alongside next to you. Were they the ones who actually went down range? No, you did. Okay. Were they the ones who raised their hand and signed on the dotted line? No, you did. Were they the ones who loved you, walked with you, supported you, saluted you, promoted you and dealt with all of you for better or for worse, right? Raise your hand and say yes. If that sounds like you, because everything you just described, that that sounds a lot like me and a lot of what, our loved ones deal with on a daily basis, and, and they, they bear the brunt of that. And I think the, the biggest thing, and I just, again, wanna share this in, in pure vulnerability for anybody listening, is we've got a mental, health, a mental health crisis in our world. We absolutely have a mental health crisis among our active duty corps. We've got a mental health crisis for those who wore the uniform, fellow veterans, fellow disabled veterans, we got a mental health crisis everywhere, okay? People are stressed out. People suffer from severe depression, severe anxiety. A ton of US military veterans have those types of things to include post-traumatic stress disorder. There's way too much military sexual trauma within our ranks. It's, it's unacceptable, okay? Um, and <laughs> DP, uh, David Pineda and I were, were talking about this not too long ago. And and it's like, you know, one word comes to mind, unsat, right? Unsat and unacceptable. No. And if you start to think about this, you have to start to understand, well, why do we have a mental health crisis, right? What are the What are the triggers? What is the why behind the why? What's the reason behind the reason? that we've got a mental health crisis. Well, I, I've, got, I've got some theories, okay? Again, I'm, I'm not a doctor, I'm not an attorney, I'm a fellow disabled veteran just like, just like y'all, okay? But I've, I've got a theory, and it's a theory that we founded this movement upon. And that theory is that veterans are craving belonging again we're craving to have an identity again. We're craving to feel surrounded and lifted up by fellow brothers and sisters who served because sometimes it feels like they're the only ones who understand us. And in that community, okay, this is what we believe. movements have the power to change the world. Movements are led by people, okay? Movements have the power to change the world. Movements are led by people. So what matters here? It's people. It's y'all. It's fellow veterans, fellow disabled veterans. It's military spouses. It's those who support military communities. That's what this is all about. And the whole idea here, and this is how I think we solve the mental health crisis, okay? More community the va's answer to the mental health crisis is more friggin pills more therapy and counseling sessions okay and and i'm not i'm not going to discount those things because i think we need some of that stuff too okay again i'm not a doctor I personally believe, B. Loft, and I'd love to hear your perspective, and anybody else hearing my voice right now, that the way that we get through the mental health crisis in America, the way that we're able to prevent and stop active duty service members and military veterans from killing themselves every single day is more community. Absolutely. And in that community, we have to encourage, build up, and promote the fact that it is okay not to be okay. It is okay to admit you ain't okay. And in those moments, again, in these uncomfortably vulnerable conversations that we talk about every single day here, from, from top to bottom. I don't, I don't care if you're CEO of the company or somebody who just started. I don't care if you've been in our programs for, for one day or you've been with us since we were founded. We have to have the uncomfortable conversations with each other and we got to do it in community. I I just I think that's the answer, Loft, And I'm I'm curious what you think or or anybody listening, uh, you know, what your thoughts are on that.
1: Yeah, you're absolutely right. I I can tell you just from personal experience. Right. It's 26. It took 26 years after separation that for the buddy that I I, I joined with. Um, he happened to be uh, seeking assistance from the VA for his mental health, hmm. and it, it it was that that helped him see that that there was something that needed that I needed help with, and it was only because of his encouragement that I even started this journey. Um, I I just assumed that everything that I was doing was just because I'm just screwed up. I didn't know how to to really live life properly. Everybody else seemed to have it all figured out, but yet everything I did just turned to crap, right? And uh, it's because of that that buddy. It's because of that the uh, the beginning to have that sense of community and that encouragement that enabled me to just take that first step. And I and I see this every day when we're working with vets who are who are struggling with mental health that to see them come in and, and, and join in our community and, and be around fellow vets and under, and just see that others are going through the same thing. It's, it's amazing to see that, that light come on, that life come into them, uh, that, that, that they're willing to open up about themselves and, and, and having vets thank us to say, I would have never really sought assistance um, if it wasn't for that encouragement. Um, it's, it's powerful to, to, to experience that.
0: It is. And, and thank you. Thank you, Bilal, for being vulnerable and sharing that. Um, it, it, we all have a story. right? Every single person who's walking on Earth today has a story. We We ain't promised a perfect life. We live in a fallen world and stuff is going to happen. Right. This thing called life is going to kick you in the teeth. And it's gonna, it's gonna force its way where it literally crams you down on your face to the point where you can't breathe. And and maybe you feel like you can't go on. And as, as B loft talked about, I call them bumper buddies, right? We need a buddy to bump us back on. Right? So imagine, imagine a train going down the track, right? The train's going down the track and everything's just fine. And, and then something happens and, and you get jarred off track, right? You're going through a divorce or a tough family issue, or there's a death in your family. There's a COVID situation. Someone lost a job. You're dealing with some serious mental health issues. You can't sleep. Um, you're struggling in your relationships. Maybe maybe it's it's sexual dysfunction that's, that's causing a rift uh, between you and your spouse, what, whatever the situation, alcohol abuse, drug abuse, gambling addiction, uh, sex addiction, what, whatever it is, it's, it, these are the things that human beings struggle with. And I think that those things are only further exacerbated by the fact that you wore the uniform because it doesn't matter whether you were deployed or not, be loft and, and anybody listening, again, it doesn't matter if you serve one day or, or 40 years. If you chose to raise your hand and say, I will serve and put my life on the line, you have seen and experienced trauma, okay? Again, I'm, I'm not a doctor and I'm, and I'm not gonna sit up here and, and talk about the mental health diagnostic criteria today. The point is though is everybody deals with trauma, the shock and awe effect, trauma in our lives. And whether that trauma turns into a diagnostic level uh, mental health condition or not, that's beside the point, you experience trauma. And when we experience trauma and pain, there's often physical reactions to those things, okay? And so that's some of what we wanted to talk about again today is that this stuff is very real. Um, Depression and anxiety and post-traumatic stress disorder and military sexual trauma and insomnia and anger and suicide, okay? These things are very real and they impact the military and veteran communities in which we live and work and in which we serve. And like that train going down the track that gets jarred off course with some trauma, okay? You oftentimes need a trusted buddy to bump you back on the right path, right? And and B. Loft shared his story of of the buddy that helped bump him on the right path. I have a a very similar story. I was in a, a deployed environment in Afghanistan, struggling with a very serious mental health condition, begging the psychiatrist, in deployed theater, not to tell my commander and not to send me home. And the guy didn't even know that I was thinking about killing myself, right? And I wasn't gonna tell him that, but the thought of actually being sent home with a diagnosed mental health condition as the supposed leader of my troops, I couldn't even stomach the thought of that level of shame and embarrassment that I actually started to think that maybe that was my only way out. And it was because of one of my best friends in the entire world who actually came to see me in theater, total, total God moment, who, who hugged me and loved me and walked me to mental health. Okay? And again, these are the things that I'm talking about when I say, be a bumper buddy, okay? Be the light in somebody's darkness and bump them back on the right path. Ask the hard questions. Ask the hard, uncomfortable questions. And again, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say it right here, right now. What is the hard, uncomfortable question? It's being able to sit in the darkness as you're the light, being able to empathize with the person, having enough trust and respect between us all as, as human beings that you can look that other person in the eye and say, man, are, you, know, you don't seem okay. Can we talk about it? Like, what's going on? How can I help you? How can I pray for you? How can I serve you? How can I hug you? And then you've got to ask the really hard question. Are you thinking about taking your own life? Okay. Again, uncomfortable conversations. We got to be uncomfortably vulnerable. How many people here feel comfortable asking somebody they love if they're thinking about taking their own life? Nobody, Nobody. zero people, okay? I've had to ask that question many times in my young life of those around me. I've had that question asked of me. It's uncomfortable. It's awkward. There's nothing fun about it, okay? But you gotta do it. You have to do it. You owe it to yourself. You owe it to that human being and their family and their loved ones that you ask the tough, tough questions. Okay, I'm begging you to please do that. And by the way, whether you're young or old, and whether you served in the military is beside the point. I had a conversation not long ago with my seven-year-old son. I'm gonna bring this up on the call right now. I've never talked about this before. My seven-year-old son was talking about suicide at dinner. Well, and I looked at him and I said, sweetheart, where did you learn that? Where did that, where did that come from? He, he said he learned it at school. That one of the other kids was talking about suicide, and and we dug into that, and and we we've, we've engaged with the school. Okay, so the the point here is, you could be four, five, six, seven years old, and maybe there's some exposure or thing around this idea of suicide, we've got to talk about it. Stop hiding in the shadows, right? The only way through this is frickin' through it. We can't skirt around it, okay? Can't skirt around it. And so Be uh, again, man, as, as we jump into this, um, we've we've talked a little bit about how disabilities can affect families from a mental health perspective, but of course there's always the the physical perspective as well. And so just sure. in, in the interest of, of time as as we start to dive into the disabilities and the effects that those disabilities can have on our families, can you share a little bit more uh, with folks about kind of your story? and then let's start getting into some of the meat here um, of what are the benefits that are available to, uh, the dependence, right, of disabled veterans. Can we talk about yeah. that?
1: Yeah, absolutely. It's um, so you know, my story is whenever I I, I left the army in '93, I, I was separated with 10% because of a foot injury, um, but other than that, I, I avoided the VA like the plague. I did not want to have anything to do with other vets. I did not want to have anything to do with the VA. Um, like so many that are probably have joined us today, you, you may have had some experiences with the VA with other family members when you, you know, and when you're younger. And I had that experience with an uncle who who had to be hospitalized with the VA, and I saw the the terrible care that he received at the time. Um, and and so I, I I just I just didn't want to have anything to do with it. And and it's after that encouragement from my buddy that I that I started that search. For getting the care, I reached out to the VA, and, and like you said, it's it's difficult to have that conversation. It's difficult to acknowledge those weaknesses that we have, and and you know honestly, I couldn't even I couldn't even call the VA to start that conversation. I actually had to text the uh, the hotline, uh, and it's it's that was the only way I could find a way of, of opening the conversation. Wow, and. And so it was after that had some, you know, dialogue through that and, and then finally got connected with the mental health and, and started that. And then, you know, got eventually plugged into the rest of the VA. Um, and, and so once I started to understand more about, Hey, these things that I've been dealing with are, um, you know, they're actually connected to something else. It connected, they're actually related to something that maybe happened in service. And, um, and it's then I reached out to VIA, a couple of VSOs, you know, started looking for uh, assistance on um, seeking the ben- disability benefits, and that was man, what a what a nightmare and intimidation factor that is, right? <laughs> I mean, who raise doesn't... your hand, raise your hand and comment <laughs> yes in the chat. If
0: you understand everything there is to know about VA benefits, go ahead. Go ahead. Put in the chat. Raise your hand and type yes.
1: Okay, I got both hands down and I say it, no. <laughs> I see crickets in the chat. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's 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 a confusion factor, right? Who who can understand the government and a big bureaucracy that the VA is? Uh, and and so, you know, particularly whenever you just kind of just now. Opening the door to this whole thing, and uh, so you know, I've got, got a little assistance, and, and managed to get myself to eighty percent based off of off of research that I started doing on my own, and um, and it's because of that research and, and that uh, you know, and once I hit that eighty percent, I realized that I was just hitting a wall. I, there's no way I could find the support and, and the medical professionals I needed to help me. Um, and that's how I came across VA Claims Insider. And it, what's interesting is um, even like Military Disability Made Easy. I was I was locked into that website before I even heard of VA Claims Insider. And uh, and to come to find out that it's it's uh, part of our uh, resource to the community is is just a, an amazing. It's just the the best single resource out there to be able to to learn more about our disabilities and and how the VA looks at those things. Um, And two months after I I came on board and connected with the teams and and the coaching I received uh, from CMB, I I was was awarded 100%. And at the time there was an opportunity for me to come on board and and start helping other vets. And and what's really interesting is that uh, one of the, the uh, therapist that I meet with or met was meeting with at the time, she told me that uh, I see you one day helping other vets. And I looked at her, I was like, you must be smoking crack. There's no way I'm going to be able to be of any assistance or benefit to other, to, to other veterans. And um, to then have this come, come about, just actually a, just a few months later, uh, to be able to, to, to join the movement that you started uh, just four years ago, it is just an amazing opportunity and, and um you know that's you know it, it really is a movement it, it really is a passion um it, it really gives a sense of purpose in life to be able to, to help others and help them um discover what they're dealing with help their families um and and that's again that's kind of what we're talking about today we, we struggle for ourselves but where do we how, how do we feel like our, think our families are feeling? They 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 know even less than we do. Yeah. All, all they know is that um, you don't, that um, I, I don't want to participate in family activities. Um, yeah. I, I like to stay in my office and isolate from everybody. Even whenever people order the house out, I can stay isolated. Um, and it, it's, it's just amazing, and and un- so understanding what they're going through, and seeing that the um, that the pain, and, and, and seeing that the children or grandchildren look at you, and they want to they want to enjoy the time with you, um, but they gotta come to you, and they gotta they gotta make all the effort, yeah, um, because it's there's just nothing that's free flowing outward, so that's yeah. that's where. That's really the the nut the, uh, of uh, the gist of, of my story and and
0: powerful, Beloff. I mean, thank you for again for being vulnerable and and sharing that. I mean, it's it's not easy to do that, right? It's it's not easy to open up, especially when you're when you're live, right? Like, yeah, it's one thing to have a one-on-one conversation, but it's another thing when you know you're speaking to the world, right? Yes. And it's it's a difficult thing to do. And and the one thing that I would just encourage everybody here is there's something magical. Right. Who here has ever heard the truth will set you free? right? Who's ever heard that? It's it's foundational. It's biblical. Right. That the truth will set you free. And there's something powerful that happens when you can be the real you. Right? When you can actually share the ugly and somebody will listen and you're not gonna be judged. And it's it's just completely liberating. And I think that it's actually a pivotal step, Bilof, to to moving forward, is to have those discussions as uncomfortable as they are and admit that you're not okay. And so, again, thank you for just for starting that conversation. And um, and fellow vets, and again, anybody hearing our voice, spouses, kiddos, anybody who's a dependent, maybe, you know, you're a surviving spouse, a parent, this session is for you. And this session is for you because we're going to be speaking life into some of the benefits and resources that you deserve. Okay, now I say this a lot. In fact, if you go to the vaclaimsinsider.com website homepage right now, you're going to see four words. You served, you deserve. I'm going to say it again. You go to the VA Claims Insider homepage, you're going to see four words. You served, you deserve. Okay, I'm not the smartest guy. Is that four words? Yeah, it's four words. (laughs)
1: Okay.
0: We're giving you permission. We're giving you permission to get the benefits you are legally, morally, ethically, and medically entitled to by law. Okay. And sometimes you just need that kick in the ass. You need somebody to kind of shake you and be your bumper buddy and get you back on track and say, stop lying to yourself. You do deserve it, okay? Yeah, you, maybe you're not 100% permanently and totally disabled. You work, uh, you're, you're very blessed. You're a director at a company. Um, you know, things are, are not horrible for you, but you're dealing with some stuff, okay? Maybe, maybe you deserve a 10% disability rate. Maybe you deserve 30. Maybe you deserve 70. Maybe you're a dependent who deserves dependent educational assistance. Maybe you are the dependent of a veteran who deserves 100% PT rating. And if that veteran gets the 100% PT rating, your entire family is now eligible for CHAMP VA healthcare. That's huge. Free healthcare for you and your entire family. That's a benefit. That you might deserve and you might not even know it. Okay. Again, you yeah. served, you deserve. So B let's start talking about some of these things. What are in your brain, what are kind of the top two or three benefits that are out there for dependents? Right? Survival spouses, parents, uh, dependents.
1: Can you talk about some of that for us? Uh, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, so there's, there's one, regardless of what rating you are, that I think is, is incredibly powerful, and that's the dependent or indemnification um, uh, compensation, the D, or otherwise called DIC. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the power of that is if we have something that's service-connected that we pass away from, we have our spouse, our surviving spouse or, or surviving uh, dependent may qualify for ongoing comp- tax-free compensation. Um, it just, and that's because of the acknowledgement that we served and because the acknowledgement that we had a disability that ultimately took our, our life. I, I think that's a pretty powerful uh, benefit from the VA uh, to help. And, and we see vets do this uh, frequently, that they might even be, uh, in fact just recently i had one vet um, that, that i spoke with uh, you know obviously going into details but um, going into hospice desperately looking to get service connected for something that they deserved uh, because their only interest was to take care of their their spouse and that's that's just powerful to know that there's there is that benefit that drives um, vets and that can be the only driving factor for a number of vets to see disability um, is for that care. It's kind of like a life insurance, if you will, uh, life insurance annuity that, that just pays off in, in to perpetuity for mm-hmm. surviving spouse or, ben, uh, or dependent.
0: Yeah, yeah, wow. So uh, B-Loft, thank you. So he's, he's talking about It's known as the DIC program, D-I-C, which stands for Dependency and Indemnity Compensation. Okay, D-I-C. Now, there's some specific criterion that you can be eligible for, what I would encourage you all to do, and and we'll post some resources afterwards. We've got some blogs up on our website as well, talking about uh, dependency and indemnity compensation, Um, but it's another benefit that's available to surviving spouses uh, parents and eligible dependents okay depending upon your situation so that's a huge one um, can we talk let's talk a little bit about DEA uh, yes. the educational assistance this is another like virtually unknown untapped benefit Um well, can you share a little bit about that one
1: absolutely um, and that was actually going to be number two <laughs> actually that's that's kind of tied for number two for me but uh, yeah, the DEA program or Dependent um, Education Assistance Program is uh, if you are 100% PNT, permanent total, and it doesn't mean that you're just 100% based off of the totality of your ratings. If you are uh, TDIU or Individual unemployable, um, Unemployability, yeah. um, you get the PNT benefits. Um, it's, it's also called Chapter 35, but, or, um, and, and this is uh, education benefits that can take, uh, send dependent children or spouses to, to, to school, pay for tuition, pay for housing. Um, it, it, that's, that's incredible. Can you imagine? I mean, what parent doesn't worry and wonder how they're going to provide uh, and cover the expenses of ever-increasing costs for education? And here we go with uh, a bit of, like you said, it really is uh, largely undiscovered uh, for most vets um, to have. That's that's huge. Yeah. So just to
0: thank you and, and just to give folks some understanding here is um, Chapter 35 benefits, uh, the Dependents uh, Educational Assistance Program, It's it's known as DEA. Um, for short is, I mean, literally, if, if your dependents who meet certain age requirements, right, I, I, I don't see college getting any cheaper anytime soon. Um, there's also some some other eligibility and certification programs and things that may qualify for somebody for DEA as well. But you can get over a thousand dollars a month paid to that person while they're in school or while they're pursuing um, those things. So it's just, again, another benefit that a lot of disabled veterans and their families, uh, VLOFT, they don't even know about. They've never even heard about it. And kind of like how you described at the beginning, it's it's this freaking rat (laughs) nest, this maze that we're all trying to, to navigate And you just don't know how to do it. And you end up online and you end up on one link, and then you have to click another one to go learn more about it. And then you click another one to learn more about that. And then you click another one to learn more about that, to learn more about that, to even decide where you started. And before you freaking know it, you don't even know what you're there for anymore.
1: That's right.
0: You don't even know what you're doing. You don't even know what you started doing. It's it's clickbait. It's like click-through after click-through after click-through after click-through and and you leave more confused than when you started, okay? That is why I founded VA Claims Insider, okay? That is the reason Military Disability Made Easy is a huge part of what we do, right? No, Notice, it's not called Military Disability Made Difficult. Military disability made more confusing. No, we've made it simple, searchable, indexed, and easy to understand, right? That's, that's what we've done. And, and VA Clems Insider is simply the extension of that. We said, you know what? We need community. If we're gonna help veterans celebrate real life change, we need to do it in community, okay? That was the foundation of VA Claims Insider. And, and oh, by the way, we're pretty good at helping you get the benefits you deserve, right? But that's, that's not why we do what we do, right? No. We wake up every single morning, men and women, just like Loft, stand ready to fight with you. They stand ready to listen to you. They're there to welcome you. They're there to ask you how your life is. They're gonna greet you by your first name. They're gonna remember you as a person because you're a veteran and that matters, okay? That should be celebrated. And I shared this, be on the last call and I don't wanna miss it because I think it's so important. The military and the VA have reduced our service to numbers. I'm gonna say that again. The military and the VA have reduced our honorable service to your friggin' number in the system. Hey, Mr. Reese, thank you for being here. What's your VA file number? Uh, Mr. Reese, thank you. Before I can serve you, what are your last four, right? hey, please take a number and sit and wait in line, right? You, you grab a mm-hmm. slip like you're, you're grabbing meat from the supermarket and you sit down in shame. Nobody's talking to each other. Everybody's got their heads down and you're looking up at a screen and here's what you're waiting for. Now serving number 183 at window number four. I'm sorry. How about now serving Brian Lofton Thank right. you for your honorable service, USA, separated, United States Army, disabled right. Army. Now serving, Brian Reese, United States Air Force. Thank you for your service, okay? You ain't a number here. You matter, you have a name, you stood up. You served your country, and it should be celebrated and it should be honored, and not the cheap thank you that you get from people who don't understand. Okay, you ain't getting cheap here. You're getting real. Getting real. You're getting real. Okay, and and that is why we do what we do. And there ain't an organization like this on the planet who believes in the heart. In soul of helping veterans celebrate real life change. Okay, if you find one, send it to me because we either want to partner with them, buy them, <laughs> right? or, or, or assist them any way we can because that's how important this is to us, right? We do this every single day, all day to serve you live and in community. Absolutely. What this is all about, my man. So let's let's jump in. We've we've talked a little bit about uh, the dependency and indemnity compensation program. We've talked about DEA, right? The Dependents Educational Assistance Program, which is incredible. Uh, Let's talk about Champ VA.
1: Oh
0: yeah. Because man, this is another one that is like, you know, play myth busting one hundred and one here. It's like I don't know how many times the veteran has gone to Google or Yahoo or whatever Bing search engine you use and typed, do I get healthcare from the VA, right? It's like, it, why is it so freaking hard to get an answer to that question? And you got to remember that a lot, of, a lot of folks who wore the uniform didn't retire, okay? Meaning they didn't do a full 20 plus year career. If you do a full 20 plus year career, that qualifies you for TRICARE and a whole host of other benefits that carry with you for the rest of your life. Well, if you only did one year or three years or five years or 19.99 years, you don't get that benefit, okay? Now enter Champ let's talk
1: about that. Absolutely. This is, so once we, once we get the benefits and compensation that we deserve as veterans specifically, if we reach 100%, then we basically have full medical take, taken care of. We can go to the VA as veterans. We're covered. Now, what does that do for our spouse and children? Uh, nothing. All they can do is drive us. To, and watch us get our appointments, right? They can sit there and wait with us. They don't get any other access to, to benefits because of, of that uh, that disability rating that we received. So, in comes CHAMP VA. What a tremendous benefit. If you're 100%, if you're mm-hmm. a permanent total, now your, depend, your spouse and dependents uh, qualified get uh, some awesome healthcare. And, I, I've talked to people that have that and they're like, man, this, why would I want private health care whenever I have this champ VA? This is awesome. It gives, it gives your wife and children and or your spouse and child um, access to benefits. And you don't have to go out there and shop the market and try to figure out if your pocketbook can afford another five to $800 a month in health insurance. It's, it's amazing. It's a great benefit.
0: It's, it's incredible. Um, I, I actually be I, I think this is easily in the top three, um, maybe in the top couple of benefits that are available, period, because the reason CHAMP VA is so powerful is if you meet the eligibility requirements, the health benefits extends to your dependents. OK, so huge. Raise your hand if your health insurance keeps getting cheaper. (laughs) Nobody's raised their hand. Health insurance ain't getting any cheaper, folks. It's only going to get more and more and more and more and more expensive. Okay, now uh, here's a little secret hack for you. If you're curious to learn A ton more about Champ VA. If you open up Google or a web browser, I want you to type Champ VA C H A M P V A. So Champ V A, good or bad. Right? I break it down. I wrote this article not too long ago um, because I wanted to do some myth busting and I really wanted to give fellow vets and their dependents an understanding of what is this CHAMP VA thing, okay? Um, what does it cover and is it any good? Which by the way, almost nobody knows this, CHAMP VA is an acronym, okay? It stands for the Civilian Health and Medical Program of the VA, okay? CHAMP VA. Now you have to apply for it and I'll give you some uh, an example here, okay? I applied for CHAMP VA, and it took about eight weeks before I got a decision letter back saying that I was eligible and qualified and that my dependents um, would qualify qualified as well. Okay. Now, a couple things you need to think about, okay. To be eligible for CHAMP VA, the beneficiary, the person getting the benefit cannot be eligible for TRICARE. Now, remember, we talked about TRICARE, typically reserved for you did a full military career of 20 years or more, you retired, you now have full medical through TRICARE, okay, for the rest of your life. CHAMP VA provides coverage to the spouse, widow, and or children, okay, so the dependents, of a disabled veteran who's either a hundred percent PNT, okay, so permanently and totally disabled, or IU PNT, or you died due to a service-connected disability or death, okay, or there was a death and the dependents weren't otherwise eligible for DoD Tricare, okay. So again. I don't wanna use this video to walk through every single step of CHAMP VA, but it's actually incredibly simple to send in an application. The painful part is waiting, okay? Because it's, it's gonna take probably a minimum of eight weeks before you hear back. Okay, again, if you wanna search for more information about CHAMP VA, free healthcare, for eligible disabled veterans their dependents okay open up a google browser from your phone or from from an internet web browser on a laptop a desktop and type champ va good or bad okay we we break it down in detail for you okay now now again we these are just a few benefits that we talked about today there's there's many more um be loft and and actually Who wants to hear something really exciting?
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. This is gonna be awesome.
0: Does does anybody wanna hear something exciting that I've never announced before? It's a secret. I'm I'm gonna announce it today. Let me see if I see some yeses. All right, I see a whole bunch of yeses. I'm following along, I'm following along. Okay. For the first time ever, I'm announcing. We're actually being published. We are writing and publishing a real book, okay? With an ISBN number, with a scannable code, all right? Get ready. It's called You Deserve It, The Definitive Guide to Getting the Veteran Benefits You've Earned, okay? And you might be kind of thinking, oh, that's cool, but I kind of already know what the benefits are. I learned about a whole bunch of benefits writing this book that I didn't even know about, okay? I promise you, you will learn something you don't already know. And that one thing might be the thing that changes your life, okay? You deserve it, the definitive guide to getting the veterans benefits you've earned okay you remember heard me say you heard me say this before you served you deserve now people want to know already be when it's coming out <laughs> what is it doing? How do I pre-order? okay so here's the deal it's not available yet for pre-order we're still finishing it so um by the way don't ever write a book <laughs> <laughs> I thought I wanted to write a book until I started writing a book and then I realized I don't ever want to write a book again. But the bottom line is I'm writing this book because it doesn't exist, number one. And number two, it is desperately needed for the 20 million veterans alive today and their dependents. Okay, what is it? In, In a nutshell, what is this book and why should I why should I get it? Think of it as the one stop shop resource that's going to include information on every benefit you can possibly think of, broken down by simple section and I tell you what you really need to know. Not the BS you get when you start searching online and clicking through 17,000 links to end up more confused than when you start it, okay? I was a hockey player. I ain't the smartest dude, right? Been hitting the head too many times. I got a terrible memory. I wrote the book as if I'm you, okay? I wrote the book as in this guy who can't remember anything, who ain't the smartest dude around, been hit in the head too many times, with a myriad of mental and physical conditions. What do I want it to say so that I know what I need to do? Okay? This book has four sections. I'm gonna hold fingers up, I hope I got that right. One, two, three, four. The book has four sections. Section one goes through every possible VA benefit you can think of, okay? Ordered by ones you should care about most and what you really need to know so that you can put together an action plan to get those benefits, okay? That's section one, VA benefits. And there's a whole host of them that you probably never even heard of, okay? b already gone. How do I get the book? And he's, Hey, hey there's all, it's not even out yet.
1: That's <laughs> not even out yet, and we have a request to you do voiceover and make it an audio book. This needs it's to coming. So, so here's the cool thing. It'll be hardcover,
0: softcover, ebook, e-reader book, audio book, etc. It's gonna be available in all formats, okay? So section one, VA benefits, soup to nuts, everything you need to know, simple, easy to understand. Section two, so remember VA benefits are federal benefits, right? Section two, state benefits. State benefits vary by state. Yes, there are about 10 states that are much more veteran friendly than all the other states but we share with you no kidding at the different rating criteria, what you qualify for in the state you live in. Um, let me just, let me just tease you in the state of Texas because of my service connected disabilities, I don't pay property tax on my home, not a penny. That's a pretty big benefit, but you have to apply for it every single year. I show you how to do that in your state. Okay. In the state of Texas, I get an unlimited hunting and fishing license that I never have to pay for because of my service-connected disabilities. I don't have to pay for license plates. I don't have to pay for license renewal. I get a DV plate, which means I can park free anywhere. I can park in a handicapped spot, okay? The point is, and by the way, that's just a few that I've rattled off. There's many others, state benefits, broken down by state of what you really need to know. That's section two. Okay, so let's recap. Section one, federal benefits, everything you deserve at the VA and how to get it. Section two, state benefits, everything you deserve in your state and how to get it. You see some people pretty excited. Yeah. (laughs) People are like, "Ah, when is this book coming out? Probably the end of Q1, okay? So probably March of 2021. Why does it take so long? Remember I said, don't ever write a book? (laughs) That's why it takes so long. The hardest part about writing a book is deciding what not to say. Okay, I'm gonna say that again. The most difficult part about writing a book is determining what you're not Going to say. That's the hardest part. So, the editing process is painful. So, we're, we're in the editing stage right now with a publisher. Thank God I have an entire team helping me because I never would have been able to pull this off on my own. Okay. Um, okay. So, section three for profit and non profit entities actually serve you, right? Do you have any idea the number of for-profit businesses who offer military and veteran discounts? Do you have any idea the number of nonprofit entities who have unbelievable programs to help you celebrate life change that are available to you and your families free of charge? We found one that'll actually send you on a seven day all expense paid retreat for you and your spouse to reconnect again. Well, okay, again, there's stuff out there that you just don't know about, it's not talked about. And I reveal it and I share it and I make it easy so you know what to do and how to do it, okay? That's in section three. Section four, bonus resources. Okay. I wouldn't leave you hanging. I always have bonuses for you. I'm not gonna share what those bonuses are just yet, but there's, there's a whole section of bonus resources, okay? Think of this as the VA and state Bible. Right, I'll, even, I'll take a step back. It's the veteran's Bible. No. It's the veteran's handbook. It's the veteran's survival toolkit in this thing called life, in this thing called the civilian world that when we feel like we don't belong. It will be the one-stop resource for you to refer to. And by the way, I don't want you to keep it pretty. I want you to highlight it. I want you to circle things. I want you to bend pages over. I want you to read it a hundred times. I want you to skip to the parts that you care most about, okay? Don't let it sit on the shelf and gather dust, keep it out. Have your loved ones read it, right? Maybe you don't see well. Maybe you've got memory loss, pointing to myself, okay? Have a loved one read it so they can help you, okay? I'm so excited about this that, like, I can barely contain it, but we're, again, we're still deep in the manuscript and editing phase, but I promise that fellow insiders will be the first to know, Okay? when it's when it's out targeting probably the end of q1 of 2021 i was hoping to have it done in time for christmas in time for the holidays but um there's just too much to be done and again i've got more cuts to make deciding what not to put in the book okay so excited about that that's huge awesome yeah that needs to go
1: in the book bag of everybody who's taking off the uniform that needs to go into every VA facility. That that's just huge.
0: Super excited, B Loft. Super excited. And you know, you know what's really scary? It doesn't exist. No. Why did it take until 2021 for somebody to package the information for fellow veterans? That's shameful. Anyway, yeah. help. Way anyway, help us on the way, and we're here to serve. Um, hey, B Loft. I, I know we've. There's a lot of stuff we we could continue to cover. Um, I want to turn it over, though, in the, the few minutes we have left here, to the fellow insiders. Right, anybody hearing our voice right now? We're live on Facebook. If you're watching the recording on YouTube, again, welcome to you as well. What questions do you have? It could be about how disabilities affect, you know, your life, your dependents' lives. It could be about what benefits you're entitled to if you're a dependent of a service disabled veteran or or of a disabled veteran who who has died of a service disability or killed in line of duty. It could be about your claim. It could be about life. You could just come on and say, boom, right? We did that at the beginning. If you want to do that, go ahead. Um, But uh, Eric and some of our folks um, helping on the on the background, go ahead and flash uh, questions across the screen here, and and we'll see if we can tackle a few of these.
1: Okay. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. What if you're medically retired? If you're medically retired. Hey, you, you you still have uh, disabilities that that have occurred. Mm-hmm. You still have a right to to pursue those those benefits.
0: Yeah, there's man, there's a there's a so much confusion out there, Brandon. And thank you for that question. The, the question for anybody just listening is: What if you were medically retired? There's a difference between DOD disability benefits and VA benefits. Okay. Now, typically what will happen is if you're medically retired, they're going to probably give you some type of a rating that will be in conjunction with the VA and then they then they boot you out. Right. The point, though, Brandon, is we know what happens to the human body over time. We age. Things get worse. And maybe what you were medically retired as or if they gave you some type of a disability percentage, maybe you actually deserve much higher than that. In our experience, Dod always—I let me not let me not say always. Dod more likely than not, right? more <laughs> than not, underrates the crap out of folks who they medically retire. Guess what? It's never over. You can still continue to pursue VA benefits. Okay, hopefully that helps answer. Oh, such a huge topic for James. Go ahead, Bilof. Do you want to talk about service
1: dogs? Well, so service dogs, there are lots of organizations out there, right? So lots of different criteria um, as to, you know, what organization, what they're looking for specifically to how to help. What I would say is uh, the best thing to do is we can talk about your specific situation and, and. Try to connect you with the right organization. There's just yeah. so many options out there.
0: James, the, the biggest issue with service dogs is the VA doesn't does not cover the cost of service dogs. And the cost can be pretty insane, right? It can it can cost fifty to eighty thousand dollars to put a dog through the type of training program that it needs. Uh, to be able to actually help a a disabled veteran. And so the VA is not gonna cover that. I am happy to announce that there's been some legislation proposed to change that. Um, I I don't see that getting approved anytime soon though. So um, B-Loft is on it. There are three to four organizations that we've referred vets to in the past. They're nonprofit organizations. And you can connect with them and maybe, right, hopefully you could get connected with a service dog that's right for you because it's also about fit, right? So even if you're eligible, they want to connect the right dog to you for your needs. Um, we have a few teammates who have service dogs. They've gone through this whole process. They understand the ins and outs. They've got recommendations. And so uh, James, feel free to reach back out to uh, to our teammates now, and we'll connect
1: you with some resources, okay? Oh, that's a great question.
0: Yeah, go ahead on that one.
1: Yeah, uh, so Terrence is asking, you know, if your wife is taking care of you, what are the benefits for her? Uh, there, are, there are benefits either through aid and attendance, um, and that's through the benefits side of, of the VA house. Uh, also on the VA health side, there's a caregiver program. Uh, so there, there's definitely some options to look at, um, and, and depending on which which one would be the right one. Uh, again, that's kind of looking at the specific situation, but there are uh, benefits, uh, even for family members who are providing that, that aid and attendance or that caregiving. Uh, and that's, that's a much needed help, but including respite care and things like that.
0: Yeah, so... I think what he's hitting on, and, and you nailed it, is if you require the daily care of another person, okay, because of your service connected disabilities, uh, you may be eligible or qualify for aid in attendance, um, aid in attendance housebound. So you can essentially receive an extra stipend to help with your ongoing and recurring care, okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> good question series welcome yeah welcome glad that you're here um that's a great question uh the way that you get started is you go to vaclaims.com claimsinsider.com and and sign up for the elite program once you once you get started with us you'll get assigned to a coach and we have all kinds of programs to all kinds of coaching to help you with and resources um the The point is is that we we help remove the confusion of what is the next step? There's always that question, what do I need? and what what what's the next step? Uh, and that's what our coaching can can help you navigate. And so just plugging in the VA dot com and getting the ball rolling, there's it, awesome. no risk for you just get that started.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, but one one thing I would add to that is in addition to signing up with us so, you know, we can serve you from, from beginning to end here and walk the journey together, make sure you do it the right way, get the benefits you legally, morally, ethically, medically deserve by law, okay? Um, what I want you to also understand is, and this goes for anybody hearing my voice, get your butt inside of VA.gov or eBenefits and start a claim, you yeah. If you want to file a disability claim or you wanna file an increase or add new things to a disability condition that you've already got service connected, do that today because you open, you initiate what's called a notice of intent to file and it puts the VA on notice. It's a, it's a heads up, right? It's a, hey, heads up VA, I'm probably gonna file a claim You then have 12 months to get all of your documents and everything in order to actually click submit, right? Plenty of time. But the reason you want to open that notice of intent to file now is it sets the filing date. So nine months from now when they award your claim and you get that big increase, they pay you back to the date of your notice of intent to file. Critical, critical. Critical and guess what? If you miss twelve months in one day, clock starts over. Yeah. Okay. Go
1: ahead on, on Mario there. Yeah. Mario, uh, is there a big difference between being diagnosed with PTSD and adjustment disorder with anxiety? So as far as benefits go, there's no difference. It's a it's a mental health claim. Uh, The mental health uh, ratings are all based off of the same 31 mental health symptoms or such as those 31 mental health symptoms. So uh, one of the things that we caution all of you is not to get caught up on what label that you're really looking for. We have some vets that think that if I don't have PTSD, then I'm not getting what I deserve. Or we have vets that say, if I have PTSD, I don't want to have anything to do with it. I'm fine with other other labels. Yeah. The, the bottom line is that the diagnosis is just the diagnosis. It, it doesn't affect the difference. It doesn't create a difference in, in what disability rating that you're going to get. They're all rated off of the same symptoms. And Billaf, how many how many mental health claims
0: are we going to get rated for?
1: We're going to get one mental health rating. So. You have four diagnosed mental health conditions. the VA is going to give you 99.99 percent of the time one rating. Um, and so don't worry about which one the, what the VA looks at is what do they attribute the highest level of impairment uh, for that for any particular diagnosis and that's what they're obligated to to rate you at and mental health is rated anywhere from zero percent to hundred uh, percent. So we've got another question here from Fred, a friend of mine whose VA disabled husband passed away and she was told that she made too much money for spousal benefits, what's up with that? So, for, so Fred, um, there is uh, a survivor pension. Uh, And survivor pension is eligible is is a benefit that's eligible for spouses, surviving spouses, or dependents uh, of a wartime vet, as long as they meet certain uh, income and and asset thresholds. So that's probably what your friend is talking about. Um, That is separate. That is a separate compensation benefit. Uh, from the DIC, or the DIC program that, that uh, we talked about earlier. So the VA doesn't pay you both. They will pay you which one is uh, going to pay you at the highest level. Yeah. And so if, if yeah. that veteran had passed away from a disability that they were service-connected for, then they're actually eligible for that um, incentive compensation that the DIC program Uh, Also, so that may be an alternative to look at, you know, it really just depends on what they were service connected for and is that why they passed away.
0: Let's take uh, maybe one more question um, before we wrap up. I I apologize if we're a little bit over and again, fellow disabled vets and and service members and UB Loft and all of our folks in our team. Thank you uh, for being here. Thanks for hanging out with us. Um, it, it means the world to us. I mean, we, we wouldn't do this without you, right? And so uh, we love doing this together live and in community. So if we've got one more question, i um, happy to answer that uh, before we wrap up.
1: Okay, so we got a question from a Facebook user. I'm underrated at 30% for unspecified anxiety disorder. I explained my stressor event to the rater. What evidence is needed for an increase? So... That's all about you being able to express your symptoms and tell your story. Yeah. Um, that's really one of the, the challenges that we have when we go into these types of evaluations or exams. We don't necessarily know how, what it is that we're dealing with. We don't necessarily know what labels to put on it. Um, and we certainly have a hard time expressing And and opening up. Talk about it. You know who wants to open up and be vulnerable. And but at the end of the day, that is that is the key to getting the rating that you deserve. Is whenever you go into an examination, you have to open up and be as vulnerable as you can possibly be. And you have to be prepared to talk about your worst symptoms and how those are impairing you both occupationally and socially. So it may be that you, you need to just um, continue seeking your, your counseling, seeking assistance, and building up the, the record. Uh, we also have medical, uh, a medical network of, of excellent psychologists who uh, do evaluations. Um, and our coaching, we, we, we focus on helping you uh, talk about your story, just helping you open up, right? That's, that's what's important.
0: Huge man. Couldn't, couldn't have said it better. The, the increase it's, it's really quite simple is, is do your symptoms limit or affect your life in a negative way? And how are those symptoms negatively affecting and limiting your work, your life, your social functioning? And, you know, you just mentioned, sir, that you're at 30%. The symptoms at the 30% mental health rating are pretty low, right? Mm -hmm. And if your symptoms are more severe than that, you need to make sure you tell your true story. You got to tell that um, psychologist and the CMP examiner. You got to tell them you're, you're ugly, your ugly truths, um, and you got to share everything. That's that's the main thing we see is if a veteran, if a veteran's underrated for mental health, it's usually not because they're actually okay. It's because they really failed to adequately explain how severe their symptoms are and how they're, they're limiting effect in your life. And so you just have to be prepared to be uncomfortably vulnerable. What does that mean? That means you got to talk about things you don't want to talk about, right? The, the best one I can explain when I when I talk about be uncomfortably vulnerable is Raise your hand if you love to talk about your sexual dysfunction, right? Raise your hand, right? Fun topic, right? Fun topic to bring up at Thanksgiving dinner. No, no, nobody wants to talk about it, ever. Which is exactly why if you suffer from female sexual arousal disorder or erectile dysfunction, because of your mental health condition, you better talk about it, and you gotta explain how it's affecting your relationship. Okay? That's what it means to be uncomfortably vulnerable, okay? Again, fellow disabled vets, love ya. We're, We're with you, right? We are with you in this battlefield, this war zone called life. It doesn't matter how ugly things are. It doesn't matter how broken you are. I promise you, we've heard it. We've seen it. We've probably done it all, right? There there is nothing you could tell me that you're into that would surprise me, okay? Nothing. Here, you belong. You served. you deserve, you ain't a number. You're a fellow disabled veteran, and we will treat you with the respect and the honor and the service that you deserve as an American patriot. That's what you get here. Right. Okay. Be loft. Right. Many thanks, brother. It was awesome jamming with you. I look forward to to future sessions. And uh, Eric and our whole team on the back end, teammates answering uh, questions from the community. Thank you. It it takes it takes full army, right, of, of our warriors uh, to make this happen. And so I'm very, very thankful. Um, please take care of yourselves, take care of each other, and we'll see you next week.
1: Appreciate you, B. Thank you, everybody.